You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to our second week of our mental health mini series, which we're running throughout May. If you were hoping for us to be testing out some new beauty gadget this week, don't feel upset or let down. No, instead just accept that we are bringing you another mental challenge instead. This week we are testing out radical acceptance. God help us all. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Laura Mishkon and this is Self Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Radical acceptance is a skill that's designed to keep pain from turning into suffering. You learn to accept your reality even if you may not like it. You stop responding with impulsive or destructive behaviours when things aren't going the way you want them to and let go of negativity that may be keeping you trapped in a bad cycle. Radical acceptance is about accepting what you cannot change. This doesn't mean that you roll over and become helpless. Rather, you acknowledge that denying the facts of reality will not change the facts, but instead just keep you stuck in thoughts like, this is unfair, why me, why now? Which in turn keeps you stuck in a bad spiral of negative thoughts and emotions. Far from condoning or embracing what you are and what you are going through, radical acceptance advocates simply accepting yourself and your circumstances in order to better move through and past them. It is most often applied in situations when you are unable to fix or change what's happened or when something has happened that feels unfair, like the loss of a loved one or losing a job. While grief and disappointment are normal emotions, suffering results when the initial pain is prolonged due to a lack of acceptance. Radical acceptance does not mean that you agree with what is happening or what has happened to you. Rather, it signals a chance for hope because you are accepting things as they are. Sometimes it is only when you finally come to terms and accept what has happened that you are un that you are able to go ahead and make the changes that will allow you to feel better about everything as a whole. Tara Brach, psychologist and author of the book Radical Acceptance, says this practice is the gateway to love, wisdom and peace. She says it can be a heart space where everything that is, is welcome. Nice. It is nice. When we go through difficult times, when we are angry or resentful, we're not open to compassion and solution and we cause ourselves more suffering within that resistance. But through radical acceptance, we can undo that resistance to what is going on in our lives and just let it be, however that is. Dr. Brach says it takes training to radically accept something because our conditioning tells us otherwise. For example, when we're late for something or we have an unpleasant encounter with someone, we default into fight or flight because our survival brain wants to protect us. But radical acceptance undoes that reflex and instead it moves us into more positive, helpful mental and emotional states like reason and empathy and peace. Though it sounds counterintuitive, accepting negative circumstances can help you feel better. 
life regularly and inevitably involves emotional stress, anger, fears around health and shame around failed relationships, Dr. Brach says. But anything short of fully accepting our human experience will keep us caught in those emotions for longer than needed. So when do we use radical acceptance? Radical acceptance is used in situations that are beyond our control. Radical acceptance should not be engaged in situations that require a change, such as like an abusive relationship or a dangerous work situation. Instead, radical acceptance is applied to things that occur without us being able to have a hand in them. It can be applied to a devastating breakup, a sudden sharp turn in your life plans, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job. Each of these scenarios could prompt an unending response of fury, denial, pain and fighting or each of them can be accepted as a new reality and moved on from I mean it's tough yeah it's really tough and I'm sure this is triggering people as they're listening to it ultimately the goal of radical acceptance is progression and growth in the place of stagnation and clinging to the past Mm -hmm. so let's talk about some signs of lack of acceptance so that we know when we need to bring it in yeah so while it's normal to react to negative situations with emotions such as sadness or anger blaming yourself or other people or wishing that things could be different will keep you very very stuck Mm -hmm. we don't want to be stuck no do we? We want to move through yes. things. So this is how we're going to do it. So here are some thought patterns or actual thoughts that signal you might need to practice radical acceptance. Okay. I can't deal with this. This is not fair. Things shouldn't be like this. I can't believe this is happening. It's not right. Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening now? This is horrible. What did I do to deserve this? I can never catch a break. Bad things always happen to me. Nobody else has to deal with this. I wish things were different. I can't accept this. People shouldn't act the way that they do. I shouldn't have to deal with this like this. Mm. All those sorts of negative thought processes are going to keep you stuck. They're going to keep you resisting and they are going to make you suffer longer than you need to. Yes. So in order to practice radical acceptance, this is what you're going to do instead. Accept yourself and your life for what they are, not for what you want them to be. Realise and acknowledge what you can and you cannot control. Survey yourself and your life without judgment or condemnation. Acknowledge the facts of your situation and of yourself. Accept reality. Mm. Practice mindfulness and live in the present moment. And there's a nice little acronym here yes. um, that Dr. Brack has, and it's a, a one of her tricks to approaching radical acceptance. And she says to keep the acronym RAIN in mind, R-A-I-N. RAIN stands for recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. So the recognize piece is recognize and pause to notice. Like notice what's happening. Recognize where you're at. Recognize the situation. Okay. And pause to notice it. The A is for allow. Allow or accept your current experience. Should we do it with an example? Yeah, let's go through it. Then we'll do it with an example. I is for investigate. Pinpoint what's happening in your mind and body. And then N, the nurture is by bringing compassion to yourself. Okay. So let's say you've lost your job. Okay. So we're going to recognize and pause to notice. I've lost I've lost my job today. Right. That's I've lost my job. That's the recognized moment. I have lost my job. You're going to allow or accept your current experience. I am now jobless. I'm unemployed now. Okay. That's where I am at. You might yeah. not like it. You don't have to like it. No. You just, just have to accept, accept it. it and allow yeah. it. Investigate it. What's happening in your mind and body? 
uh, my chest feels tight, I feel very thirsty, and I feel very anxious. I feel very worried yeah. about the future, and yeah. I feel frightened about yeah. what's happened today. Yeah. And then you're going to bring in the nurture and bring compassion to yourself. It's okay that you feel like that. You've lost your job today. Just take it easy. I've had, had a big shock. You've had a big shock. I'm going to sit down and have a glass of water. Yeah. And just have a quiet glass five minutes. Water, well, you just water. said I'm feeling very thirsty. Oh, I did. Yeah. So a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to phone. tonic. I'm going to phone my mum and just talk it through with her. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the compassion piece. Yeah. Rain. Recognize, allow, investigate, nurture. Mm -hmm. You don't Lovely. have to fix it. You don't have to fix it. You just have to accept it. Yeah. Nice. So here are the 10 steps to practicing radical acceptance according to the founder of radical acceptance, Marsha Leinhan. I mean, if you want to get a pen and a paper, please feel free to do so. Or you can just keep us on rewind if you need to hear it again. Observe that you are questioning or fighting reality, i.e. the thought processes that I just talked about before. It shouldn't be this way. I can't believe this is happening. Number two, remind yourself that the unpleasant reality is just what it is and it cannot be changed. Yeah. This is what has happened. I have lost my job. This is the facts. This is the facts. Yeah. Remind yourself that there are causes for the reality. This is how things have happened. This is how I've lost my job. I turned up to work late a few times or I didn't meet that deadline. That is how it's happened. Or they're laying people off because they're going through financial difficulty. Practice accepting with your whole self, that is mind, body and spirit. So you use accepting self-talk like it's okay. It, this is where I'm at. Relaxation techniques, mindfulness, breathing, or you can use like um, visualizing mm. imagery mm. to just make yourself calm. Like imagine yourself at a beach or something like that, just to make yourself calmer, I guess. Yeah. Um, list all of the behaviors you would engage in if you did accept the facts and then engage in those behaviors as if you have already accepted what is happening. Mm hmm. Okay. So list all the behaviors. So I have lost my job. List all the behaviors that you would engage in if you just accept that I have lost my job. Well, yeah. I would start speaking to some of my colleagues. I would start speaking to some of my friends and perhaps I would... Uh, I've got to cut back on my spending for the next three months and here's how I'm going to do that. I need to cancel some arrangements because it's going to be expensive or, mm -hmm. you know, I need to go to the job centre, mm -hmm. all those sorts of things. Um, imagine in your mind's eye believing what you do not want to accept and rehearse in your mind what you would do if you accepted what seems unacceptable. Oh, I'm going to say that again because that's quite a lot. Imagine in your mind's eye believing what you do not want to accept and rehearse in your mind what you would do if you accepted what seems unacceptable. So it's almost like you're just... At, in that moment, pretending to accept it. It's like it. role playing. Just imagine what it's like. If I just accept this, yeah. what's that going to feel like? So if it's the, the job thing, mm. if you're not accepting it, mm. it's like, it's not fair, they've fired I me. I can't believe it. It's unfair yeah. dismissal. I need to speak to HR. That's all in the resistance, isn't mm. it? That's all mm. causing more stress, mm -hmm. more difficulty, more anger, more blame. Mm -hmm. In the acceptance, it's right. I need to go and speak to some of my colleagues to see what opportunities there are in other companies. I need to cut back on my spending. This is what I'm going to need a month mm. to budget. It's much more proactive yeah. and it's much healthier. Mm -hmm. Also, attend to body sensations as you think about what you need to accept. So maybe imagine your test, your chest is uh, loosening up. It doesn't feel quite so tight. Mm. Allow for disappointment. Sadness or grief is allowed to arise within you because it's a difficult time. And do the pros and cons if you find yourself resisting practicing radical acceptance. 
Ooh. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. And you can don't have to use all of them. Yeah. Just use some of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we did this week. Yes, at we the club. Shit. How did you feel going into the week? I felt like it was going to be very, very, very hard. That was my initial expectation. Because, you know, sometimes I am prone to a bit of complaining. I quite enjoy it sometimes. You do enjoy it. Mm. I enjoy it too. Do you? Yeah. I find it quite cathartic sometimes. So a bit I. of a wallow. Not a wallow. No, you but don't like wallow. A, you don't. Not a wallow, but like a good complain. A little yeah. bit of a rant. Yeah. We do do that. We sort of send each other a whole rant, rant on text, yeah. don't we? Then we just both feel better. Yeah. Because we've ranted. The other person hasn't judged us. Yeah. We've just got it out. Yeah. Got it out of the system. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. It is good. But this is different. This is very different. Mm. We're not doing any of that. We're just accepting it. Yes, we are. Do you feel that you're a radical acceptor of things? No. You don't? No, I don't. I, no. Do you know, sometimes I'm... Well, actually, I say that like... Because I think the opposite of this is obviously struggle, resistance, you know, difficulty, blame. I don't think I... I don't... I don't... I'm not one to sit in a problem. I do always like to find a solution. The thing is, this is a bit like we often have this conversation that if you and I go on holiday, we know never to unpack the suitcase in the first room because our husband's always going to complain and do the second room. And so... <laughs> because neither of them really enjoy the word no. Like my husband will always say no is not a real word. There's no such thing as the word no. <laughs> I I feel like I'm a bit more accepting generally of most things. I may not like it, but I'll kind of suck it up. That's because you're a woman. You've been conditioned to do that. Maybe, but some not maybe. Maybe. No, I mean maybe I'm just generally a little bit more accepting of stuff that perhaps I don't like, but I will just accept it. It's partly gender probably partly gender so this wasn't like an alien concept but radical acceptance that's a whole other level and I think it's a very important practice yeah because I have seen in front of my eyes people cause themselves so much suffering when they're in a very difficult situation I'm not saying it's easy I'm just saying the resistance is what makes it harder mm. when mm. actually if you just radically accept something for being what it is mm. you can the possibility opens up to something else. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Are we going to, we're also going to add that it's hard to kind of do this just in a week. Funnily enough, as we started to go into the week, I thought, I don't know how I'm going to do this. There's nothing, my life isn't going to just do a 180 in, in a week, mm. particularly this week. And there's nothing in my life that is so unpleasant that I have to radically accept it. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no trauma going on in my life. Thank thank God, I feel yeah. very blessed. So I really didn't know how I was going to radically accept anything because mm. I feel pretty happy. That's good. You? Um, I always feel like situations occur that are occasionally tricky, maybe not major things, but minor things. And so I knew there would be points where I would have to just accept. And I don't want to use the phrase suck it up. But that's what kept coming to my mind. I have to suck it up. But it's not the same it's practice. It's not sucking it up. It's not the it's same not practice. Because you are accepting something for what it is. It's not sucking it up. Yes. It's not pretending it's not happening. Yes. That's not overlooking anything. That's like, okay, this is where we are at. Yes. I think that was my initial feeling was like, oh, it's a week of just going, oh, okay, fine then. But it's not <laughs> that. No, it's not. It's not. So, should we... Um, Let's take a break. 
and then we'll go into our weeks when we come back. Great. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Come on then. Come on then. Come on then. Right. Dish it up the goods. I'll dish you up them goods. I've got a little voice note for you, I think. I have done my job for the best part of 16 years. So you would think that by now I would be pretty down with accepting that babies come when they come. <laughs> but to be honest, I still struggle with just the whole chaos of the unknown. So current sitch is... It is 20 to 10 in the morning. I've got a lady who is having to be induced early because she's not very well. And she went in last night. So I went to bed super early because I was convinced I'd have a 3 a.m. call out. And despite text messages through the night, she's not ready yet. So I am just in full acceptance mode this morning that I will get whatever it is I can done. I will be going at some point, but I can't predict when. And that is okay. I'm just going to accept the day as it comes and roll with it. So I had to really take note what's happening in my body. I'm feeling a bit stressed because I have a list of things I need to do, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it before I leave at a moment's notice. I, I have to accept that it's making me feel stressed, acknowledge it, and then just accept this is where we are. This is how I feel. This is how I feel and that's fine. Yeah. And I don't know how long I'll have. And, and it could be at the most income. It could be while I'm on the school run and they need me. It could happen any time. And you would think after so long I'd be cool with that. But it never gets any easier, the well, being on call. It's it the unknown, never gets isn't easier. It? Anyway, that was fine. But this birth, it came up a lot. So I did, I did go to the birth and it wasn't her first baby. And so often with subsequent babies, things do truck on quite quickly. And she had one of those funny labours where... Um, she seemed like she was very, very far towards the end. She was having lots of pushing sensations and things were happening. But it it wasn't. She was, in fact, only three centimetres dilated. <gasps> Sometimes you have things like that when the baby's in a bit of a funky position and you start feeling things that aren't necessarily happening. So it was coming up towards sort of midnight and I was very much in the expectation of, oh, this baby's coming soon. That's great because I've already done a birth this week. I'm really tired and I'm going to go home soon because this baby's coming and then they examined her and found that actually we weren't really even an active labor stage and a lot of feelings came in at that point so well disappointment for her yeah because we all had that energy in the room that things were imminent imminent disappointment for me a feeling of gosh there's going to be many many more hours here and I feel you know, I don't know how much more I've got to give here. So I took myself out into the corridor and just stopped and I just acknowledged. And I just thought, okay, this is where we're at. We're at three centimeters. We're not in active labor yet. Let's go through the RAIN yeah. acronym then. So 
it was recognised. Yes, I recognised, okay, we're not at the end of the labour. We're actually still at the beginning. So that's recognised. Allow. Uh, allow, allow myself to feel the feelings that I was feeling for her and for me. Investigate. Investigate. What was going on in your body? Which was lots of things. Yeah. And then nurture. Like? What was going on in my body? Yeah. A little bit of frustration, yeah. a tiredness. Yeah, must have been exhausted. That sort of thing. And then nurture. I yeah. thought, okay, I can do this. I'm going to go and have some water and I'm going to have a quick like protein bar and eat something and I'm going to gather myself together because she needs me. I yeah. need to be together yes. to get her through the rest yes. of this. So I came back into the room. I felt much better. I just was where we were at. And she was actually quite crushed because we Aww. all felt that we were really getting there yeah. and she said I can't I can't believe it I can't believe it I can't believe I'm not there I can't be I'm never gonna be able to do this and I just said look at me I said this is where we are right now in this minute oh. let's just accept it I started to do it to her. I did it to her I don't know how but it took just a few minutes and I just basically switched her frame of mind into a place of this is where we are in this moment it doesn't, radical acceptance yeah. it doesn't mean that in an hour things couldn't change hugely but let's just be where deal we are with where we are right now and she looked at me and she went okay nice okay beautiful so that was great yeah to and and it completely switched my mindset from one of like a little bit victimy. Oh, I'm tired, and I thought I was going home soon, but I'm not. Not only accepting that in myself, but then able to give it to her. Anyway, powerful. Yeah. Anyway, she did have the baby, and it was all beautiful and all fantastic. So that was the the end of that situation. And then on Saturday, this situation happened. Just come up to my bedroom to take a few deep breaths because I'm feeling really, really cross. I've asked my husband to do something that needs doing for the house for a week. He has put it off, put it off, put it off. And today, finally, he went off to do it. Came back, having done everything else, didn't actually need to be done at all, and didn't manage to do this one thing because the place was closed. <sighs> now, I just need to radically accept that... He is a procrastinator. <laughs> He's not as efficient as I am. <laughs> he can't get things done that quickly. That's just who he is. And after 25 years, really, I should be more than aware of that. So I just need to find the radical acceptance in this and calm down before my guests arrive for dinner. Sometimes the work we do on this podcast is actually quite tricky. <laughs> now, it may not sound like it, but I was fuming. I mean, I was so angry. <laughs> it was basically about my son's keys, right? He lost his keys about a month ago. And because of the lock, only Ollie can go because it has to be signed for. And, you know, the person who bought the keys and it has to be a signature on it. So I couldn't just go and do it myself because obviously I would have done it a month ago. And I've been nagging and nagging and nagging. Anyway, 
It got to this point where I keep having to lend Max my keys and then things happen like I'm at a birth till three in the morning and I'm locked out of my own house. Yes. Right. So it's become a problem. And I have asked him and he put it off and put it off. Anyway, we had people coming for dinner literally two minutes after I made that voice recording. In fact, they rang the doorbell while I was still making it. So I thought, okay, I can't bring this to dinner that I'm hosting. I have to just radically accept this is who he is. This is the situation I'm in. Nothing's going to change tonight get over it, you know, just accept it. So I came down and he had already explained, Lauren's on the stairs, she's really angry with me because <laughs> I didn't go and get the keys cut today. So I came down and they were laughing and they said, are you really cross? And I said, do you know what? I'm actually okay because this week I'm practicing radical acceptance for the podcast. So I really, you know, I'm all right with it. Anyway, this was the funny thing. So, <laughs> so... He's in the middle of finishing laying the table. He gets the plates out the cupboard and in doing so, smashes four tea lights all over the floor. So there's like glass everywhere. Everywhere, right? Okay, fine. I just, le I just left it because I didn't have time to be dealing with it. Then we're sitting down having a drink before dinner. He's got a glass of red wine in his hand and he's telling this story. And I do not know how, but he smashed the glass. Whilst it was in his hand? Whilst it was in his hand. Glass everywhere, red wine everywhere. everywhere, on the sofa, on the rug. Everything's cream in that room. Yeah. So I was like, fucking hell, what is going on? It's just like glassing our living room up tonight. <laughs> so obviously I cleaned it up as best I could. But the next morning, because it was dark, you know, there were still little shards of glass everywhere and I needed to do a proper like dust bust. So... I'm getting these tiny, tiny shards of glass. I'm thinking, oh God, you know, maybe there's a bit under the sofa. I have to be very careful with the dog. I move the sofa apart. What do I find? His keys. The lost keys. His keys. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're all out of football. So I just took a photo of the keys and sent it on our family WhatsApp. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't smashed glass all over our living room yesterday I wouldn't have gone into a dust buster frenzy this morning and I would not have found the lost keys that I have been nagging you to go and get recut. Which started the whole bloody thing. Started Don't you think that's the universe's way of saying here are the keys? Well yeah. 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 But it, but the thing is is that you didn't find the keys the first time so like okay he's gonna have to smash another glass because she's not listening. Yeah. I mean honestly when I say I've looked I have turned that house upside, upside down, down for a month looking for that because I knew they were in the house. So the whole thing was so ironic and he went well it's a good thing I didn't go and get them. <laughs> so in this situation I would say the radical acceptance helped me get out of a, a, a fury a really bad mood and a fury and a funk that would have, you know, spoilt the evening, spoilt my enjoyment of the evening, spoilt my mood and made it not nice for everybody else if I'm sulking. Yeah, it would, it would have put it on to everyone else. But exactly. save it for the summary. Okay. So that, that was my week of RA. You did very well. I feel like I did very you well. You did. You did. Okay. Now let me hear all about yours. James, um, I have a voice note, please. I am... Um in radical acceptance mode. It's taken me a few days to get into it, but every time I speak to Lauren, she tells me what she's radically accepting. So now I feel like I need to get my arse in gear to start radically accepting shit. Anyway, a funny story happened today, which I'm going to tell on the show. 
but I am radically accepting that the universe is talking to me and I am going to radically accept that I need to listen more and look out for more beautiful signs from the universe which I am now putting here as a note and a reminder and an anchor to myself to say yes it's happening no you don't have to second guess it just radically accept that the universe speaks to you all the time and I'm going to report back on what I find by making this huge acceptance in my life. Well, let's hear your report then. I had a dream, and I know it's not radically accepting something that you cannot change, but I can only go with what comes up. Okay. Right. I had a dream about um, a young woman who tragically died through breast cancer a few years ago. And she was one of the mums at one of the schools that my kid was at. And I wasn't friendly with her, but she was lovely. And I just think of her often. Mm -hmm. um, but she wasn't really a part of my life. Anyway, I had a dream that she came to visit me. Mm -hmm. And we had a very in-depth chat. And she looked really well. And she said to me um, that she was looking over one of her friends for this summer because she was a bit concerned about her. Mm -hmm. And I woke up and I thought, God, that's totally random. And I didn't even know if they were friends. Yeah. That's, I didn't really know much about this woman. But she, and it was the most random woman who is not a part of my life. I have not seen her for years, etc. Two days later, I bump into her. Very weird. I see, I didn't bump into, I saw her in her car. Yeah. With her daughter. Mm -hmm. And I walked past her car mm. and I was so freaked out. Mm. And I can't then just tap on the window and go, by the way, oh, I had a dream about such and such and she's looking over you. Mm. I felt really uncomfortable mm. doing that. Yeah, understandably. <laughs> so I thought about it and I called you and I told you and I just had to message her. Yeah. I messaged her on Facebook yeah. and I told her exactly. And she said, oh my God, I miss her so much. Thank you so much for passing that on. I totally believe in these things. And she really appreciated yeah. it. So, okay, fine. I've done a nice thing. Mm. Um, we have some building work going on next door our house and I was doing some cooking in the kitchen and I thought to myself, I wonder when the scaffolding is going to go up because mm. I haven't heard anything about that. I am not kidding, Lauren. Five minutes later, the builder knocks on my door telling me that the scaffolding is going up. Aha. Uh -huh. Right. This was happening all week. Mm -hmm. There was a delivery that hadn't come yet and it was taking longer than it, than it, used, than it usually does. And I thought, I wonder where that delivery is. Ding dong. Two minutes later, I get the email that it's been dispatched. Right. I mean, it was all week. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. So I was radically accepting that the universe is talking to me. I'm still radically well, accepting it. Well, it actually happened again. It happened with a figure. You and I were talking about a, a monetary figure. And then the same day, someone we had a meeting with mentioned precisely the same amount yes. that you had mentioned. That was very strange. Yes. It's happening all the time. Yeah. It's incredible. You're in tune. I'm really in tune. Yeah. So I'm going to just listen to it. Okay. Um, okay. So my husband had a bad day at work. He lost a job that he was really hoping to win. Mm -hmm. And he'd done the most beautiful pitch and he'd put his heart and soul into it. And it was one of the most beautiful events I've ever seen him curate, really. But he just they, it just wasn't what they were looking for and he didn't get it. And he was totally gutted. Yeah. Gutted. And he was lying on the bed and he was talking to me about it. And I said to him, you know what you're going to have to do? You are going to have to radically accept that you did not win that job. And he looked at me. I said, I know that sounds brash and harsh, mm. but you can't change it. Mm. And all the upset and all the 
wondering why you didn't get it mm. is not going to change the fact that you mm. didn't get you didn't get it. Mm -hmm. But you just have to nurture yourself, mm -hmm. have some compassion. You did a beautiful job, and just know that that you will get to deliver that event sometime else mm -hmm. and somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And he just really nodded and said, yeah, you're right. Wow, good. Okay. And it really made him feel better. It doesn't change the facts. No. But it does make you relate to them differently. Yes. I would say. Yeah. Okay. I have another voice note. Okay. I radically accept my neighbour is unpleasant. 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 You can't change it. I can't. I can't. She is radically unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> and I radically accept it. Okay. Because in that, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to blame her. I'm not trying to make her wrong and make myself right. I'm not trying to change the situation because I can't no I just accept she is who she is and it also doesn't make you a victim no you're not sitting there feeling sorry for yourself you're just accepting she's unpleasant I'm accepting she's unpleasant okay. I'm accepting that we are we go through life very differently okay that's all I can do when you made that voice note and you just felt it you felt it in your body and you accepted it and you investigated it did you feel better did you feel something had lifted in you Well, because here's what happened yeah when the builder knocked on the door to tell me that the scaffolding yes. was going up it really should have come from her yes so I had this whole dialogue with my husband and then I went to my parents for dinner and I had a whole dialogue then mm -hmm. with she should have knocked on the door and she should have told me and who does she think she is putting scaffolding on my land she hasn't even asked my permission how dare she get away with it all of that resistance suffering struggle blame anger all of it yeah it's unpleasant yeah it makes me suffer mm. she doesn't give a shit nope she's still in the same place mm -hmm. so by me radically accepting that this is who she is and this is how she operates takes me out of that conversation good nice work it's good in it yeah yeah and i'm going to give myself the nurture piece which i think is so important because for me, the compassionate piece is this is hard. It's hard for me to radically accept that. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. Yeah, definitely. That nurture piece of rain is so important. Shall we summarise? So what worked for you this week? The rain acronym is amazing. Yeah. You just have to keep going through those steps. Mm -hmm. And it really does get you to something much healthier. Yes. It doesn't take it away. It just allows you to relate to it differently. Yes. And look, I didn't have one of those weeks where something awful and unpleasant happened. So I haven't got that. Well, neither did I. No. But it doesn't mean you can't use it even when it's not major stuff. There is, there is, there was a situation that happened to me, which I've spoken about many times on this show where I think it would have come in very handy, which is when I fell out with one of my close friends. Yeah. Now, if I'd have stepped into radical acceptance, it would have changed everything. Yeah. For me and that's one of the only places that I can think I could have really done with it back then mm. because it would have stopped blame it would have stopped anger it would have stopped the devastation of it it just would have we wouldn't have stopped the devastation it would have stopped all the all the angry noise mm. around it mm. it is definitely a mood shifter definitely yes when you're able to do it so I did feel like I went from disappointment and frustration at that birth to just calmness, 
and a sort of renewed attitude which I needed and she needed and I needed it for myself and I needed it for myself so I could then give it to her massively helpful and also with the key situation just it would only be me that was suffering all evening being cross and angry and upset and having spent all that time cooking and then not had an enjoyable evening and actually we had such an enjoyable evening because I was just able to accept it and maybe that's why they then turned up for me the next morning I don't know but yeah it it really does surprisingly work Work. very well it works very well much better than I thought the only thing that doesn't work yeah is not using it it's the only thing. Yeah. It's, and it's hard to use it. Or remembering to use it. Because when you're in trauma or when something awful has happened, mm. like you have lost your job. Yeah. It, it's very hard. It, it, it's not that it's making it okay. It's not okay. Mm. It doesn't have to be okay mm. or that you've been fired unfairly. Mm. It, you're not making it okay. You're just trying to move through it as best you can. I mean, of everyone this week, it's probably Adam that had the hardest time. Yes. And he also found it useful. So I hope that you and I don't have extremely challenging, difficult situations where we need to use this. But I do wonder how much easier it is to use it when you're dealing with stuff that is fairly minor, which is what you and I have been dealing with this week. But we can't fabricate huge life traumas for the sake of the podcast. Thank God. No, but that's why I was thinking back to a time when it would have been very handy to use it. And obviously I've got people around me, my peers around me that... I do want to say, you know, you could radically accept this, but I'm. Do you w- think they might tell you to fuck off? Yeah, yeah, I do. Even though it would be helpful. Yeah, but I think we have to be in a in a conversation that would be conducive Absolutely. to their open ear Absolutely. on it. Absolutely, because if yeah. you're not ready for it, yeah, then you're not ready for it. There's a beautiful quote that mm-hmm. I found through my research this yeah. week. It says, "Radical acceptance. Say to yourself." Right here is where I'm supposed to be. Where I am right now is the result of a million other decisions. Thinking of the past just robs me of the present. What I do in this moment is all that I have control over. Every event of my life has brought me to now. The present moment is perfect, even if I don't like it. Nice. So I guess this is all connected in with mindfulness and staying in the present. Mm. Really. Mm. Which is, those are hard practices. They are. Because we really enjoy as human beings living in the past and the future and wallowing. Those yeah. are pretty well, natural Well, we don't enjoy things. it. We don't we enjoy it. We do it. it. It's, an, it's a very um, easy go-to, isn't it? It doesn't bring happiness. No. It doesn't bring peace. It doesn't bring joy. It doesn't, it does rob you. It just robs you. Yeah. Of so many of the beauties that actually we should be stepping into much more so. Sure. So, the big question is it coming in the club? Oh my God. It's surprisingly so very much coming in the club. Of course it's coming in the club. I was I, like, I was like a bit meh about this. I just thought, oh, well, I didn't really rate it. But I really rate it. I think it's very good if you are someone who struggles with victim mode. Mm. I think this is brilliant. Mm. Yeah. I really do. I'm I'm serious when I say I am going to carry on using this tool. It's Aww. going in my toolbox. Is it? My everyday one. In fact, it might even go on like my work belt. <laughs> you know, so it's handy. Yeah. It could you go pull on, it out any point. Yeah, it could go on your weightlifting belt. Radical accept. I radically accept I can't lift this weight. <laughs> 
No, I meant on your physical weightlifting belt. I know. That I I've know. seen in the boot of your car. It was a bit of a shocking thing to see in the boot of your car. Why? I don't know. I just thought I'd see like some Waitrose bags, but no. There, there are Waitrose bags <laughs> in there. But that was a shocking thing to see in the boot of my a car. A little bit. I do it's next level shit. I do lift weights. I know. <laughs> I lift very heavy the weights. The belt is next level shit. It's new. Okay. Okay. Does that make you feel better? Yeah. It is new. Yeah. yeah. It's new to the pole. Um, thank you so much for listening. We will be back on Friday with more on radical acceptance. And then in the interim, we're going to be back with the clinic every other day. Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Hearing from you guys with your questions that you've got around self-care and wellness. So get them sent in. You can email us your questions or anything that you want to share with us. Hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. We do love hearing from you and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hello, it's Mr. P here. And the other Mr. P. And we are the hosts of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast. The educational podcast where you don't actually learn a thing. No, instead we explore the weird, wonderful and downright hilarious things that happen in school from people actually doing the job. We reminisce on our own time at school, funny things we experience each day. And of course, we share your hilarious stories from the chalk face. So if you work in a school or just want a nostalgic trip down memory lane, sit up straight, fingers on lips and get ready for the lesson. The Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Motherkind.